so how about this? So how about this mini-sode? I'm Alan Dempsey. And I'm Rafiq Shaheen. Okay. And today I'm we're ready. gonna we're gonna talk about why Alan is such a hypocritical piece of <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh, you <laughs> fucking dirty. That, oh. that was slow. I want everyone to understand. We were trying to figure out how to make this mini-sode work. <laughs> and the and it was like okay we'll start with that premise and this piece of garbage comes in with something totally different okay okay fucker let's go <laughs> let's go we're gonna talk about why Alan's such a hypocritical piece of shit when it comes oh, to video games okay so Alan there is mm. a game coming out in October mm-hmm. specifically on October eighth that you have been. You love to the point that you made it your phone background. Oh. Now, do you want to tell the nice folks at home oh, what that game is? Oh, Nintendo is finally releasing Metroid <laughs> Dread, and we are all very happy about that. Okay. Do you know the history of Metroid Dread and why it's I, crazy that it's coming out? So I've heard that it was delayed for a while, but I don't really know the history. So Enlighten it was going to be the last main story, Metroid 4, was a Game Boy Advance game. So then, you know, they jumped up to the DS. Okay. And Metroid 5 was going to be a DS game. And, like, they even announced it and had, I think they even had screenshots of it. And then it just vanished. They never talked about it again. And so for 20 years, Metroid fans, new Metroid fans, find out about this. There, there was even a reference to because it, it was always going to be called Metroid Dread. Okay. And there was even a reference to Metroid Dread in one of the Metroid Prime games. Like, if you go around and scan stuff, one of the scans said something like Dread, like Project Dread Almost Complete or something like that. And then it just vanished. And then 19 years later, a finally a, a Metroid 5 happens, and it's called Metroid Dread. You can go on YouTube and watch reaction videos of people losing their shit when so, you when it because it pops up metroid and they're already excited and then it like starts to static in and the word dread when the dread you see i mean this one guy screamed so much he actually went to like it was all audio it, there was no video but just in the audio he like left the microphone and went to the other side of the room just screaming they did it they did it <laughs> so so this would be like fighting like the missing George R. R. Martin book. Yeah, I guess. Like, sure. Yeah. For Metroid fans, definitely. Okay. So b- game that has not been or game that was supposed to be released is finally coming yes. out. You, Alan, have a notorious dislike for modern video gaming. Pretty much. Uh, it, that is changing. I've been getting more into different types of games and I'm learning a little bit more about the appeal of this and that and the other. But for the most part, I do am not interested in the big, I don't know, mass effect. I don't even know if mass effect is good or bad. I don't know. Anything. I know that name. Okay. I don't so, care. I don't so, want to play that. Okay. So, so <laughs> let me start off there and ask, what is it about Metroid mm-hmm. that makes you go, Oh, I love this to the point that I'm going to make it my phone background. <laughs> but Mass Effect, game of the year yeah. for the year that it came uh-huh. out, isn't even a blip on your radar. And this is not to say that, <clears throat> oh, Alan has to be on the latest trends or whatever. Sure. I'm just saying a game that has been out for a hot minute that people still rave about and go, this is amazing. And you go, feh. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
Okay. First of all, I am generally a Nintendo fan. One of the things I really, really like about Nintendo games, it, it, I, it, I get reinforced of this the more Nintendo games I play. Like, it, they, they keep reminding me is that they really always make sure that their game is a game. Mm-hmm. Meaning the story, the character, all that stuff is there. It's important. But if number one is how do we make this level interesting and moving around this level interesting and keep the fun going. That is mm-hmm. always the focus of every, the number how, of times. How, how do you define fun in a video game? Okay, so... <clears throat> because some people, right, mm-hmm. for example, would look at Modern Warfare, Halo... Sure. Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption 2, and all of those things as fun video games. So I've watched (laughs) you play Red Dead Redemption, and what I saw when Mm -hmm. I watched it was a very realistic town with log cabins, and you shot at bad guys. Mm -hmm. If that were a Nintendo game, the town itself is a game, meaning you can't just go around behind the building and shoot stuff. There's a weird puzzle path to get from point A to point B. Okay. And, you know, there's a secret hidden behind the whatever. And, you know, you are always in a playground when you are in a Nintendo game. Always. And you you just keep going like... Fucking... Have you played uh, Mario Odyssey? Uh, I... Dicked around with like the demo, dude. Like the, it's the game itself. it's I. They had to have hired psychologists to say, "How do we make this the most addictive experience possible?" Mm-hmm. Because you know where you're going. You're looking for moons. That's the objective of the game. You know where the moon is. You know where you're going. You have a path. On the way, you see some fun shit to the left, and you go. Oh, I'm going to go dick around over there for a while. Right. Before you know it, you're an hour and a half deep into something that you absolutely were not going to do a second ago. And then something in your brain goes, oh, you never went back and got the one thing you were trying to get to the first time. Oh, so you, so if I'm understanding this correctly, right? So if you're playing, uh, let's call it the main mission mm-hmm. of a game, right? And you're going out after that. And then there's... um like a little, like a quest off to the side, like a side quest, mm-hmm. right, that you could go play as not part of the main mission, but something equally as interesting as uh, to the story mm-hmm. that you could do off to the side. That's the hallmarks of, like, this is fun and engaging, right? This is the disconnect that you and I always have when we try to talk about video games. I want you to forget about the idea of a story. Mm-hmm. Er- erase that from your brain. There is no story in a chess game. There is no story in shoots and ladders. Shoots and ladders is fun because you might accidentally land on a spot and get sailed way up to the top, or you might get land on a spot and get sailed all down to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Who gives a shit about why there's shoots and why there's ladders? <laughs> Mario Odyssey is a blast because you look to your left and go, ooh, there's a fun playground over there also. Mm-hmm. And you just go play in the playground. 
and get lost in it. And then you go, oh, shit, I forgot that I was trying to get a different moon an hour and a half ago. Right. But what I'm saying to you is you don't think that someone, that you, Mm -hmm. in this particular case, I'm not saying other people, because (laughs) clearly other people have achieved this. You, even disregarding the story, could go and enjoy the mechanics of another game like Mass Effect over here where you're throwing aliens around a room or using Mm. your shotgun to kill evil bad guys over here, right? Completely disconnected story, same mechanics. Yeah, you know, for me, if I'm hearing what I think you're asking, you know, for me, number one is, is this a fun game? Now, that's not to say I've definitely played games that were story-based. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I just started the Ghostbusters game. It's not a great game. As a game, mm-hmm. it's not great. You know what's fucking great about it is hearing Bill Murray do Peter Venkman lines. That's the only reason to play that game is right. to hang out with Peter Venkman. You know what I mean? But it's not a great game. I can't get past the first level. It's kind of fucked up. They attack you from behind. You have no idea they're there. You have no right, way. Yeah. You have no. It sucks. It's not a good game, <laughs> you know. Right. So I'm not. I'm not saying that I wouldn't do. But it's also an investment thing, right? Like I don't. I don't want to start a new relationship with Mass Effect. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure the story's great. I'm not denying that. Mm-hmm. Do I want to spend forty hours doing that? Or do I want to spend 40 hours with something I'm already kind of familiar with and comfortable with, like a Luigi game? Which, again, that's that's fine. That's not why I'm saying you're a hypocritical piece of shit. <laughs> okay. What I'm saying is that it comes from the fact of I have actively seen you discount games without actually attempting to play the game. Because I saw... Sure. Right. So What it's like, I have seen doesn't look like... I sat in a room with you on several occasions watching you play Red Dead Redemption. Game of the year. Everybody fucking sucks that. I've watched you on the horse for 20 minutes going a straight line. And I'm like, dear God, this looks like the most boring thing that anyone could possibly conceive. Mm-hmm. So it, and the, uh, so this is always my question in this moment, right? Okay. Is if you go, this is the most boring thing Right, but you've never actually been to that playground yourself. How do you know if it's boring? Because I'm watching you go in a straight line for 20 minutes on a horse. If I sat and watched you play Super Mario Odyssey, I would see you jumping all over crazy platforms, and I would see the transformation of the platforms because you push the button, and then when you push the button, some Goombas popped out over here. Right, but what I'm saying is that when you're watching me play Red Dead Redemption, I'm headed to a specific playground 20 minutes away. Which is what you're seeing okay. me on the horse do. I see what the you disc- have your own opportunity <laughs> to decide, well, fuck this. I don't want to go to the playground twenty minutes away. I wanna go shoot buffalo, or I wanna okay. go fish, or I wanna go murder this guy in this town. Here I think I see where the disconnect is. Often, I'm sure this is not true in every case. Often in a Nintendo game, because they always put gameplay first, the journey itself is a game. Mm -hmm. 
Now I'm sure they're excited. I think Wind Waker had a lot of Zelda just sitting in a boat. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I haven't played that, but so I yes, there are exceptions, but in general, even going from point A to point B is gamified. Mm-hmm. Even if you ignore the buffalo and the other thing and the other thing, just going along the path is going to be gamified. Mean so that is way more interesting and more fun for me than getting in a boat and going to an island for ten minutes, just pointing. Jesus Christ, I just want to get to the island. <laughs> right, but and this this is what I keep on trying to express to you, and what I've been trying to express to you for years mm-hmm. is you go. With Nintendo games, you go, I'm at this playground right now, and there's another playground over there, and I'm going to go there, mm-hmm. right? And I go, when you play Mass Effect, when you play Halo, when you play Red Dead, whatever, you are in the middle of one gigantic playground sure. that you can fucking do whatever you want. You can start shoveling sand. You can fucking piss in the litter box, whatever. I, right? think, I think for me it's a question of what is the game? Meaning I don't care about fucking with a buffalo. But if I were playing Breath of the Wild and there was something crazy off to the side, it's going to be some goofy monster. or it, It's the same general idea. So, it, so it's, it's the too same realistic. World. No, it's hear me out. It's the same general idea. I'm in an open world. The entire world is a playground. Mm-hmm. That is the appeal. I get it. I actually haven't played Breath of the Wild, but just my understanding right. of the game. Um, I just finished uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. Mm-hmm. A good chunk of that game is you just fucking with the environment to see what's available and what you can do. You know? Um, the I I don't personally feel that skinning buffalo is the that's that to me isn't a game a game is you know throwing fireballs whatever you know what i mean and it it's got nothing to do with the realism of it it's about whether or not the scenario keeps you engaged keeps you moving keeps you curious that's why i love fucking metroid right. because the second you start a Metroid game, it's fun, it's interesting, you're exploring, and uh-oh, there's a place I can't go. Okay. But, so, I, but, I, but I really want to go there. Okay. So then you get a power-up. Oh, I can go back. I can go back and I can go there now. Okay. So you know? I, I, I think I see what the problem is, is that you're not hypocritical. <laughs> you just have the attention span of a kindergartner. <laughs> sure. <laughs> because you're like, I have to be amused right now. I can't and, let... <laughs> okay. Even if that's true, isn't that the fucking point of a video game? I am willing to sit through the boring episode of Breaking Bad because I'm into the the stretched out, airy, you know, and the characters and, you know, they're not really talking, but they're just looking at each other. Like, that's what draws me in. I don't want that if I'm sitting on my couch with a controller in my hand. Which, uh, you know, jokes aside, I will I will say that that's not necessarily unfair, but I would also like to point out what, when you're watching Breaking Bad, 
you are engaging in something where like this point can be slow for a time, like 20 minutes, yeah. because the end result is bigger and louder and better. Watching Gus have a conversation with Salamanca, mm -hmm. you know, and then there's a fucking fireball at the end of the episode. But sometimes there isn't. Uh, sometimes it's just about swatting a fly. Right. To, to which I go, if you gave Halo or Red Dead or, you know, those other games that I chance, you. That's a good you point. would get to that point. Fair enough. And that's that's completely admirable. I would personally rather be immediately engaged with the game as much as possible. And because I don't really care about the story, I care about playing a game. Okay, so you, know? you, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> Nothing for Alan over 30 seconds cannot be led, led to any sort of buildup. He has to have immediate gratification. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> um, <laughs> if I'm playing a game, yes, I want... Look, I, I fucking beat... Ah, uh, oh, what the fuck's it called? Stick of Truth. There's right. certainly a lot of journeying in that. Mm -hmm. You know, so, I mean, it's not like I'm... So why? So okay. So then, on a serious note, why can't you take the same kind of journeying perspective sure. that you apply to Sick of Truth and apply it to another RPG or to another game? What prevents is, you right, from? Which is what I said before. I'm not denying that the Mass Effect experience is off awesome. It, it might be the greatest thing. It could change my fucking life. Mm -hmm. No denying that. It is a huge, my understanding of it, and forget about whether or not specifically Mass Effect. Let, right. uh, this game is called uh, Chair. Chair is the game. Everybody loves Chair. Everybody worships Chair. And they're right. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about Chair. I don't want to spend 40 hours getting to know Chair. So I, you I, would rather not take the risk. <laughs> it's not even about risk. It's about... You know, I know, look, South Park is South Park, and mm -hmm. I already like South Park, and I'm immediately engaged because, oh, now I get to actually play South Park. Right. Fucking Mario and Luigi is a franchise that I grew, you know, I grew up with Mario. So when you come up with an RPG called Mario and Luigi, that's a 40-hour RPG, I'm already invested. So Mario Superstar, or not Superstar, Mar Mar Super Mario RPG. No, Mario and Luigi. That's exact. That's the name of the game. Uh, oh, Superstar Saga is what it's called. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so you know, when I got into Metroid, it was just a, on a whim. I had a there was a sale, and I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll. I've I, I hear I hear good things about these Metroid games. So 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 what we got to do <laughs> if we wanted to get you into gaming and expand your horizons, we just got to drip feed. <laughs> just just like put. Mass Effect on a little string and like place it right by your door, and every time you get to pick it up, just like draw the string <laughs> a little bit closer to it. So it a lot of it is about investment, especially when it comes to a game. Like when you start a new game, you're you know it's especially now you're like, all right, this is gonna be a twenty four hour commitment. Yeah. So I've already got Luigi's Mansion three. I've already played one and two. I liked one and two. I like Luigi. I'll spend 24 hours on that. Right. And so uh, getting to it, I, in that regards, for gaming 
on a larger context, I go, that's absolutely fine. If your argument is, I play these games because I know these games and I like these games, that's fine. I don't want to try, you know the next Rockstar game because I don't play Rockstar games right. as a whole, so I don't really want to try something new. You know, that in itself is not an unfair argument. The argument you have always made to me, sure. though, has been, this just looks boring. But and also that. <laughs> I mean, it's more than one thing. I mean, I forget about Red Dead. Go back to that Zelda game. I'm not interested in a Zelda game where you spend a lot of time pointing your boat in a straightforward direction, not doing anything. Right. But, and again, this is the <laughs> argument I've always made to you, is until you have tried the thing. And this is something we w we have argued about tremendously okay. throughout media in general. <laughs> sure. I go, until you've tried the thing, right, how do you know how do you not know the mechanics behind figuring out where to go in that boat would not give you a fucking erection every time until you've tried it. Right. You can try it and go, this sucks shit, and then never touch it again. All right, so or you can try it and then find out it's the best thing ever, at which point in time you go, I am the amount of joy brought in so from finding the new thing you like at least to me, tremendously exceeds the amount of sorrow you have to, when you wade through shit you don't. Sure. I understand that. I don't disagree with that. We're talking about $60 <laughs> fucking, you know, 100-hour video games. Yeah, well, that's I, why I you can... read fucking reviews. <laughs> like, you let some other poor loser go through his thing, and you go, like, does he like other games that I like? All right, cool, I'll try it. Sure, <laughs> I understand that. Um you know, <laughs> a million fans can't be wrong. <laughs> if everybody loves the game, it's probably real fucking good. I understand that. I also, I have one system. I'm not multiple system guy. I don't want to be multiple system guy. I I know the games that are coming out for the system. You know, fucking if there's a demo, I've tried a bunch of crazy shit that I wasn't even interested in because there was a demo. And I played the 15, 20-minute demo, and I went, oh, that's all right. And if it's if it's all right, I put it on my little wish list. Or I go, that's ah, nope. And I fucking delete it and move on with my life. You know, yeah, you know what's great about this is this <laughs> is much more monogamy to a game system than I've ever heard in any of your relationships. Hey, thanks for listening to that episode of So How About This. Whatever you are using to listen, don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment, hit whatever extra button they make you push these days. On Twitter, you can find us at So How About This One. The words are So How About This, followed by the number one. Leave us some beautiful comments there. Ask us questions. If you want us to talk about something on the podcast, let us know. We'll bring it up while we record, and uh, we'll see you next time.